T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. This hour of The Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. The Mark Reardon Show. The man's got guts. He's got oranges the size of beach balls. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. This is The Mark Reardon Show. Don't you think they should probably just close schools now? And why not just close them for the week? Because let me tell you something. They're going to close all the schools. 24 hours from now, we're going to have massive school closings, even though we don't have a skiff of snow on the ground. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, as we start the week, which will include the blizzard of 2023. Sue, how are you? I am fine, thank you. I've enjoyed the sunshine today before it all happens. It is a beautiful day, and I'm kind of, you know, I guess I would be in the minority in theory, I'm kind of excited. I like a little snow no, during it's the winter. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm Especially with you. like you know, like two inches. That that doesn't do it for me, right? Right. This may sound like a personal issue, but let's move <laughs> it in another direction here. Uh, but you know, four four to seven inches is what they're saying right now. So that that's a significant amount of snow if it comes in. I just heard Dave's forecast. He's going to join us in the next oh, hour. Good, good. Around midnight is when it changes from rain into snow tomorrow night into mm-hmm. Wednesday. So you wake up Wednesday morning, you're probably going to have a fair amount of snow on the ground, and that'll screw things up for the entire day and probably for Thursday for the kids as well. So who knows? Maybe they have the uh, whole week off. My, my daughter might have the whole week off. You know why? Why? Well, she's stuck in Colorado right now. What? Yeah, what is, happened? The girls went for the weekend. You know, I'm trying to do my best here to be empathetic and patient and nice. And believe it or not, so you might find this surprising. I'm doing that, at least at this point. So here's what happened. Uh, yeah, my wife and daughter went out to Denver, Boulder. My wife's cousin lives out there. They're supposed to come back this morning. 
and they're on their way to the airport. They have a rental car. And I, I did not hear from Becky. I, I thought it was getting close to boarding time, right? So I texted and said, hey, any updates? <laughs> the response was, well, our luggage is going to make it. We are not. <laughs> so here you are leaving from, I think, what would be classified at this point, you know, of the year is the ski capital of the, oh, well, yeah, the ski capital fair. of this country. Yes. And it's a Monday and people are leaving. And we have that thing, that clear thing, you know, where you can yeah, do the optical the scan. Fast. Right. Well, that didn't even help this morning. So I don't know all the details. I don't know how cut, uh, how close it was cut because I didn't want to ask all those questions. I was just hoping that they would, you know, be home. Wait, so what you're saying is they missed their flight? Yeah, they missed their flight. It wasn't canceled? It wasn't a... No, okay. she missed the flight. Okay. And it was on Frontier. And see, this whole this is the other thing that's great about this. A few weeks ago, you might remember, so they came into town, uh, my wife's cousin and her daughter, and every, everything kind of blew up in a couple of days because it was during the Southwest Airlines kerfuffle. Right. And uh, Karin, my wife's cousin, had her significant other in Denver who was trying to get to his son in Wyoming, and the Southwest thing was messing it up. So then she there's... Divorce attorneys involved and all that. So then I said, well, why don't you just go out there and, you know, hang out out there? So she books never, I've never flown Frontier. I don't no, think, I, you? No, it yeah. frightens me. So you got to pay for everything. Like if you breathe, they charge you. Well, I'm yeah, because sure, it's right? so cheap. But so the, the flight really was isn't. cheap. And then this this is another one of my favorite things. It was like, okay, well, we're just going to take um, backpacks so then we don't have to check. I'm like, well, okay. For well, how long were they there? Well, okay. three days and there's snow involved and stuff like that. So that wow. was, we, we pulled the plug on that idea Friday okay. morning before they left. She takes the big suitcase, got to spend, it's $80 to take the suitcase. Then, you know, they charge you $80. 80. $80. Yes. So it is what it is. She's got to have that. So now, boy, this little cheap uh, flight that uh-huh. was a couple hundred bucks, we got the 80 plus the 80 plus the rental car plus the new rental car today plus the change fee tomorrow or the Southwest flight, whatever that's going to be. I mean, this is going to be at least $1,000 more than, you know, it probably would have been. At least 800 I would say, at this oh point. Oh, my god! Yeah, I'm thrilled about that, Sue, but what I are you going to do? Well, you know what? It's <laughs> going to be all right. They'll make it back. Oh, I, I guess so. So, anyway, that was um I want to say I've never missed a flight. I can't imagine that's fun, and I've just jinxed myself for the future. I have come close. Uh, a couple times we've come close, mainly on connecting flights you know you, you're well, coming into the city flights i mean what can you do it's terrible but i've n- i don't think i've ever missed one no i really don't like, that, that would i, I make remember me... one time being in a cart where you had to go from one you know uh terminal to another i don't know where this was but they put us like in a golf cart thing yeah, and tried to get us across real over fast, there. Yeah, right? yeah 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 but we've we've made it i know you see the the look of panic on people's faces when they land and you're you're getting off here in st louis <laughs> and this is your home and then you're like you know every once in a while i i see someone kind of jockeying for position and i don't i i'm pretty much into airline etiquette so you're not going to pass me in the row if it's not your turn. However, I think the exception would be, look, I got a connecting flight. Like last time I flew right. in from Vegas, the uh, the people were trying to nudge up and they said, we have a flight. I'm like, oh, well, go. I think everyone understanding that would help them out. For sure they would. All right. Oh, I went to the Mizzou game on Saturday. Oh, how was it? Well, it wasn't that great because okay. they got their butts kicked by well, Alabama. I didn't know You know what, that. though? I, I try to, you know, Sue, I'm a positive person, so I always try to extract the most positive aspect out of a situation. And in this particular case, I will be serious. It was fun to see, and I said this last week with Kusumano, to see that place packed. I hadn't seen Mizzou Arena packed in probably 11 years. I've gone to a fair amount of games over the last five or six years, and there's never anyone in there. So they were in the game until about the two-minute mark of the first half and then could never get back into it. But Kobe. Brown, who's one of the big stars for Mizzou, was out. He injured his ankle against Arkansas. Isaiah Mosley, who has been a weird case because 
Coach Gates sat him down, never really said why. There must have been some discipline involved. Mm-hmm. Well, now he started playing again, and he really lit it up the other night. So I guess what I'm saying is we'll talk to Frank about this a little bit later. If you want to look at the positive for Mizzou basketball, they um, if they get Kobe back and then Isaiah Mosley is lighting it up the way he is, they should be pretty good here in the next few weeks. All right, we're off and running here. we got a lot to cover Um I did not, you know, I was thinking about sneaking into Chappelle and Chris Rock last night. I wondered if you made it. I almost sent you a text, and then I thought if he didn't get in, he does not want to hear this Yeah, question. you know, over the, I, I popped around a little bit. The, the prices never really came down from my perspective. Uh, so, But yeah. Jane was there, and I'm very curious kind of to hear how that went, so we'll, well hear from her later this hour. Carl was talking about it this morning. He was talking about the green packs that you had to put your phone in. In other words, you know how they confiscate your phone? They don't really confiscate it. You put it in a little package that is sealed that you really can't break into. So you you take that package with you into the... I've never done this before, so I I think I'm familiar. So what happens if you have to get your phone then? Well, I guess you can... That part he did not cover. I assume you can go out into the lobby and they have a key for it. Okay. But, yeah, we'll ask Jane. We will ask Jane a little bit later. So let me get into some of the um, the stories of the day. I have some good audio here from uh, Ducey and KJP in the press room today on the confidential documents. You know, it was my wife being out of town over the weekend. I had a little time to clean up the house. It was in the basement. I found some of Biden's documents in my basement, Sue. Oh, boy. It's hard to believe. I mean, they're everywhere at this point. But let me start with... Um, Maybe one of the stories of the weekend. We'll get to Atlanta a little bit later. There were uh, nonviolent protests in Atlanta that were very violent, but they were sold as nonviolent. And then I I don't know if people have heard about this because it really was one of the big stories of the weekend. Did you hear about the white supremacists that shot up the club out there in uh, Monterey, California? Wait, uh, I didn't realize he was a white supremacist. Oh, oh, that's because, Sue, he was not a white supremacist. Did they go with that story early? Is oh, that what you're saying? My, you oh, have no, no idea how much they went with that story. Let me give you some examples here. I mean, this is just utterly disgusting, and it happens all the time, and it's been happening too. And it happens on both sides, right? Right. When I say both sides, not both political sides. It happens on the left where e- even if it's a if it's a any kind of shooting or anything like that, they immediately jump to the conclusion that it's, you know, got to be motivated by hate, by gay people or Asians or something like that. So this was an Asian club. And listen to the hysterics online like this guy, Tony De La Rosa. The way white people want to comment in DM Asians that the shooter in Monterey Park was Asian instead of check in on how we're doing is perverse and desperate. It's also a defense mechanism of white supremacy. So if you're keeping track at home for that, people pointing out that other people saying that it was white supremacy when in fact it was not white supremacy, that's a defense mechanism of white supremacy. Oh, my God. So uh, Francesca Hong. Heart is beyond heavy for victims and their loved ones. Here's the other thing that's great about these. They haven't even been pulled down. All these people put these up Are there. Are you they serious? Didn't pull the down. I no. figured somebody screenshot it. No, no. There's a <laughs> Lunar New Year and time of togetherness, celebration of love. This tragedy is beyond hate. We are broken as a nation to have mass shootings and white supremacy reign terror. Our community is shattered. Uh, by an Asian dude, uh, another mass shooting, Victor Xi. This time it took place during a Lunar New Year celebration in Monterey Park, California. As an Asian American, I'm heartbroken for my community. I'm furious we're still targets of violence. Above all, I'm enraged Republicans 
refused to take action on gun reform. Well, the dude was upset about his wife. So that, that was the motivation here that we're finding out. Here's is another it? one. Okay. Lacey Verasi Benny. My heart is breaking over this Monterey Park shooting. By the way, the number of dead people now is 11. The death toll has gone up. It's one of the most AAPI populated cities that would be Asian American uh, in the U.S. And this occurred on the eve of Lunar New Year. F Trump and the right for instigating this rise in anti-Asian hate. F your guns. This has to stop. Oh, my gosh. Hakeem Jeffries, who is the new minority leader of the House, deeply saddened and horrified by the mass shooting in Monterey Park on a weekend of Lunar New Year celebrations. We must crush the rise of hatred and intolerance whenever and wherever <laughs> it's found. Well, you, you better crush the dude who was mad at his wife because that's wow. the intolerance right here. Uh, here's less. Juarez, you can't tell me that the mass shooting in Monterey Park wasn't a hate crime. Oh, sure we well, can. Yeah, we can because it wasn't, right? <laughs> Here's one. Kyle easy. Howard, no description of shooter despite there being a, quote, manhunt underway. I can only assume is white, mourning my AAPI family. And the list goes on and on and on. And they don't even take it down. And on. Unbelievable. No, here's another one here. Uh, Esther L.A. What I want to say is happy Lunar New Year. Another mass shooting. Um, Can we please build a coalition against white supremacy when your surprise is done? Yes, let's do that. Let's please do that, right? Uh, Alicia Grouso. I don't even know what to say anymore. Ten more people dead in Monterey Park. This time, people simply trying to joyously celebrate the Lunar New Year. F the NRA, F the rights obsession with violence, F white supremacy. <laughs> it just goes on and on. John Fetterman, you know, he's the new Pennsylvania senator. This news out of Monterey Park is heartbreaking. Giselle and I are absolutely devastated. Every community should be able to celebrate in peace without fear of violence and hate. Uh, it, no one is ashamed of this because they want the narrative to continue. They don't care that they were wrong in this particular situation. They don't care at all. They just want that narrative about white supremacy to continue as much as possible. It's disgusting is what it is. But we'll talk about it here this afternoon amongst another uh, bunch of other things. I want to get back to sort of the, uh, the notion that there are apparently a fair amount of you out there who feel like the jab is killing everyone. And we're going to talk about the, um, the vaccine, of which I'm very open to the notion that the jab is killing some people, but not as many people as some people think. Dr. Buzz Hollander is coming up. We have Sue's News and Dave Murray with an update on the storm in the next hour. Kusumano as well. Terry Jones from Issues and Insights and an audio cut of the day. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, one of the stories that we talked about Friday before we broke for the weekend on the roundtable was what happened in Columbia last week where you had this uh, Columbia diversity celebration. It was supposed to be about MLK Day, and there was a drag show, and parents were not... Uh, asked for permission for their kids, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-olds to be there. Uh, Caleb Rowden, who is the state Senate pro tem, he's in the Columbia, he's a lawmaker from Columbia, um, popped off on this. And, you know, my roundtable participants even noted on Friday, Gene Evans and Jane, that Caleb is not, Senator Rowden is not one to kind of go off half-cocked, and they they felt it was serious. Um, But we'll get a little bit more on that coming up in the 5 o'clock hour and audio cut of the day. As well, let's do this here this afternoon. We got to go, uh, although we're not really technically, and I don't have a Seattle theme song, we're not technically going to the big island of Hawaii because I think he is um, continental U.S. Buzz Hollander. Dr. Buzz, how are you this afternoon? Is that true? You're still in Seattle? Oh, yes, I'm still in Seattle. Please know Seattle theme music. Let us stick with what you got going right now. <laughs> well, we should we should refresh people's memories just a little bit, not to be, um, you know, too much of a downer here. But you're there because you're you're getting treatment for a, a form of was it throat cancer or something that was cancerous in your yeah, in the back of your mouth? Cancer. Right. Yeah. Yep. In fact, I'm getting my infusion right now. I'm all propped up in my hospital bed. I got my iPad all set up. It's uh, this is real live radio. I let the nurses know though; they shouldn't come barging in. <laughs> well, you sound you sound great. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, it's um, it has been a bit of a surprise. Everybody is expected to be miserable by week six of seven, but I'm kind of not too miserable. So, knocking on wood, but uh, I think I'm kind of sliding through this thing. Are you not able then, are you not going back to Hawaii at all? You, you've been staying there for weeks now? Yeah, like oh, wow. definitely no no trips home. So I'm missing it dearly. And, yes, I can't uh, imagine. 
and chomping at the bit as soon as this treatment ends. Very oddly, my wife has fallen in love with Seattle in the wintertime and all these trails everywhere and hot yoga. <laughs> so she's like, we don't really have to hurry back, do we? I'm like, yes, please, please, we need to hurry back. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, have you seen the sun? That's a legit question. It comes out a little more than I expected. Okay. Uh, you know, one or two days a week, it's kind of sunny. Awesome. It's cold. All right, hey, let's talk about the jab here. And we, you and I did this a little a while ago, a couple weeks ago, but there's so much activity online. And here's something I flagged from last week. There was a tweet from someone named Dave Column who said, so sad, I remember, and he was tweeting out a picture of somebody from Charlotte FC, a soccer player, Anton Walks, who died at the age of 25. I said, just in, Charlotte FC defender Anton Walks died at age 25. Anton Walks, 1997-2023. And uh, Mr. Column tweeted out, I remember so vividly as a kid, when all my favorite professional athletes just kept dying unexpectedly from cardiac arrest or for no other reason whatsoever. He was being snarky there, you know, Dr. Hollander. Now, slight problem here with that snark related to Anton Walks. Mr. Walks tragically died in a boating accident. Had nothing, I don't even know if he was vaccinated, nothing to do with the vaccine. But that's not stopping people from associating nearly every death that occurs these days with the vaccine. So... Here's where I am, and and this is why I I want to get your insight. I do think that there are some legit questions about the vaccine, the mRNA uh, vaccine in particular, and and maybe the effects that it's happening on people with with, with heart issues or whatever. But I also think we've gone so far in the other direction, some of the anti-vaxxers, where you can't even know what to believe, Dr. Hollander, right now. Well, you definitely can know what to believe. I think sometimes you can know what not to believe. And that's an excellent example right there. And I think what people need to remember is that pre-pandemic, almost 2,500 people in America died every single day from heart disease, you know, heart attacks, heart failure, 2,500. Another 400 people from a stroke every single day in the U.S. of A. So people die suddenly all the time in this great country of ours. And when you do mass vaccination campaigns, those people won't suddenly stop dying just because they may have gotten a vaccine or a booster shot. And if you're going to point at every single person that drops of a heart attack or cardiac arrest and, and vaguely wonder if maybe they were vaccinated in the last six weeks or six months, like, yes, you're going to find a lot of people having bad things happen to them. But Bad things have always happened to people of all ages, and it it does not mean that it is causation just if they've gotten a vaccine in in the fairly recent past. I was friends with a guy in Columbia when I was there many, many years ago. This is decades ago, and I I wasn't there at the time. We used to play basketball together, and I was in – I remember at the time I was out in Maryland seeing Mizzou play Maryland back 25 years ago, and and Greg Crane was his name. He died right there on the basketball court with a bunch of friends of mine, collapsed because of a heart situation. So, yes, it does happen. Now, having said that, aren't there still legit questions about whether or not – the mRNA vaccines are causing or exasperating some of this stuff. Is that still not a legit question that we don't know the answer to? Agree and agree. It is a good question. It would be nice to have answers. It won't be easy to get them. I think, I think there's a couple different layers to that question, though. And one is this sort of global sense of everybody's at risk of popping off if you've had that vaccine. Microclots and heart attacks and sudden death. And That's been looked at fairly well with, granted, observational studies, but big ones. You know, Israel that's got 
huge HMO plan, so you've got a ton of data there. France, similarly, CDC's released in the U.S. Nobody has been able to show that if you try to actually take a whole bunch of people who die of heart events and you try to match them for their risks before they got vaccinated with a bunch of people who didn't get vaccinated, no one's been able to show that there's a real signal of an increased risk of death from pretty much anything uh, related to vaccination. So I think it's unlikely that everybody that got vaccinated has got some baseline increased risk of dying of a heart attack and cardiac death, a blood clot, et cetera. I think that's very unlikely. Not zero, but I don't think that's going to pan out. So now, I, I had there was a tweet today that I screen captured. Somebody said this was at end wokeness. I can appreciate that. But a lot of here's what the tweet said. A lot of vaccinated people are super jealous of us because deep down they know we were right and they're terrified. I, I don't know anybody is terrified of, you know, that got the vaccine. I do know that there's a lot of hysteria out there about what may or may not be happening. But it's not the, the people who are vaccinated that are kind of ramping this up. It's the anti-vaxxers that are saying, see, I told you so. Now, I have a certain amount of discomfort just because I do think that the vaccines were oversold. That was someone I think I've told you this before. I was on the radio here last summer, you know, talking about the vaccine. And then when the narrative changed about not being able to, you know, well, you were able to transmit even though you were vaccinated. I got a little uncomfortable with that. And I do think that some of these things were were oversold. You also have reports. This is what people guide me into, Dr. Hollander. For example, in India, they did not go with the Pfizer shot. And people are saying, well, wait a second, India took a close look at this. We rushed it here. That's one of the other conventional wisdoms, that we rushed a lot of this. And by the way, if you haven't noticed, I know you're busy in Seattle, a lot of people on this side of the vaccine argument are blaming the former president, Donald Trump. For moving too quickly? Yes. Yes. That, by the way, that's the, that's the thing that's putting the death knell into his resurgence as a presidential campaign. The people hardcore on the anti-vax side that say that he needs to apologize for that. Now, well, that puts things DeSantis into a really different category. What's that? DeSantis is indeed trying to hammer him on that, yeah. which is, um, we'll just say it's interesting. But I, I think that, you know, I think India's concern was they felt like the studies weren't big enough. And then they've got their own issues in terms of the identification of, of vaccine companies for, for any liability. But it, it would have been great. To have, he probably would have needed a couple hundred thousand people in the randomized trial instead of forty thousand. It would have been great to have a study that big, and and then you could have really seen: are there more heart attacks? Are, are there more strokes? You know, a signal that just popped up, a, a, I think, a week ago that I don't think is real either. But then you could have had a little more information: is it possible that there are real risks, long term, short term, with this? I, I do think in that setting, though. Given how many people were dying of COVID and were about to die of Delta of COVID, um, I think you could make the case for a little expediency there, <coughs> excuse me, and doing a smaller trial. And, you know, you lose that, though, because then once the randomized controlled trials are done, you're left with observational data. And we all know that people like you and me are nice, good citizens and go and get our shots when people tell us to are just a little different in terms of our health behaviors. Than the person who says, uh, you can take yeah. a shot. Yeah, okay, and that, that's true. true. However, I, I, think, I think a lot of this really is, uh, let's agree just for the moment that we were in a really weird time. We were trying to you know, figure things out. There were people dying. On the other hand, I think where a lot of the uncomfortability lies, and, and I agree with this, is the forced nature of the vaccine. There were plenty of people, including 
prominent athletes here in St. Louis on the Cardinals and elsewhere that just said, look, I'm healthy. I feel like I don't need the vaccine. Uh, there were other people. Play- I, I mean, I may have done that had I not been, you know, terrified of the other consequences because I feel like I'm relatively young and healthy. But you still have vax requirements out there for the employers and, in, in, you know, not too long ago, the military. So this really puts people back on their heels. They say, look, even if you don't think that the jab is killing people left and right, I think you can make the case that a lot of this was oversold, can't you? Oh, I'm so with you and your talk radio audience in in terms of the mandates being inappropriate in virtually every setting. And that stuff ain't over, Mark. We're here in Seattle, which in case you don't know, is a blue state, um, in a blue state. <laughs> yeah, yes. My girls, to, to do a trapeze class because they are unclean and unvaccinated, because they got COVID, um, they're required to do a rapid test so they could do a trapeze class. Oh, my goodness. That is still going on, right, which blows right. my mind because we're seeing stuff like 30% effectiveness with the, new, with the new shots. The kids' shots were never terribly effective. It, it is so utterly inappropriate to be doing that. And you know, I think the real question now is what are the risks and benefits? If we're going to promote this booster, especially to younger people, if you've already had COVID, is there additional benefit to getting this booster in terms of severe disease or are we just making encouraging people to do it? So for six weeks, 10 weeks, they've got a slightly 30, 50 percent reduced risk of getting a fairly benign infection. I, I think it's I think they probably are overselling it. And that's what we need studies now is they got to put 10 or 20,000 people together for a proper randomized control trial. Are these boosters helping people in normal health? Because I kind of think, especially if you've had COVID, especially if you're fully vaccinated, I don't think they're accomplishing a lot anymore. Uh, Dr. Buzz Hollander is with us this afternoon. So this was a CNN story from the 11th of January. The headline, FDA vaccine advisors disappointed and angry that early data about new COVID-19 boozer wasn't presented for review last year. Some vaccine advisors to the federal government say they're, quote, disappointed and angry that government scientists and the pharmaceutical company Moderna didn't present a set of infection data on the company's new booster during meetings last year when the advisors discussed whether the shot should be authorized and made available to the public. The data suggests the possibility that the booster might not be any more effective at preventing COVID-19 than the original shots. You sort of covered some of that. But one of the other things that was in here is that perhaps it might have even made people more prone to get COVID, which I think is fascinating, too. But anything like that, any sort of look, that's on mainstream media. That's legacy media. CNN doing that story. That's where people who don't like the vax say, see, I told you so. See what's happening here. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of thing is a travesty. And it probably is the the medical industrial complex where, you know, there's people openly saying that the White House wanted this to go through. They wanted a booster program to be approved. And so they quite possibly pushed in that FDA meeting that Moderna did not have to present. They had real world clinical data. All they gave them was the antibody data and said, oh, yeah, it's, it's better than the old one. And they had real world data in their pockets saying it's actually worse than the old one. And they held it back. And, and that is it's unforgivable. And you can see why some people are really browned off about it. Well, I can see that. And, and what I think that does for the future is present a lot of problems because you're going to have a very difficult time convincing people that they should take any of these shots, no matter what happens, whether it's a new pandemic or whether something happens with a strain. There is such a lack of trust in the CDC and in health professionals right now. I don't know that that's recoverable. Oh, you almost got to burn it all down and build it back up. It is such a mess for the foreseeable future right now. 
Well, and I don't know what the answer is for that is because, look, I, I get frustrated. Um, I'm one of these guys that could see both sides from the standpoint that I think it's ridiculous that people are making the case that everyone's dying of the vaccine. But I also think it's ridiculous that you can't be in denial anymore to say, look, there are some you know really serious questions that we need to have answered. On the latter, though, Dr. Hollander, where I'm concerned is let's say that we do the randomized trial, whatever we can do. People aren't going to trust that information. We're at the point where a lot of people won't care what research is done. And, and that's a huge problem. And, and that is, uh, I think that that is a feature of where we are right now in our sort of information age, where it's real easy to get conspiracy type theories out there, some of which turn out to be rather true. And, you know, when, when actually good science gets dismissed as uh, being falsified, then you're really starting to get into a fact-free world, which is, you know, it's bad enough in politics, but it's really problematic in, in health and medicine. All right, listen, you take care of yourself there in Seattle. I appreciate the update this afternoon. Dr. Buzz Hollander from the Big Island of Hawaii spent a little time there in the Seattle area. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Buzz. Thanks. I, I enjoy appreciate it, Mark. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I got my chief, chief shirt on today. Oh, let me see that. That for, looks for, like a know, nice one. It is a nice oh, one. Oh, that's a nice this? one. Where? Former Senator Lamping gave this to me, gifted it to me many years ago. Very nice. Yeah. Big chief. Well, John was living in Kansas City at the time because his daughter was going through the um, USA Gymnastics program there. So he was kind enough to oh, pick this up really nice. for me. And I had to wear it in honor of uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I guess I, I missed that game on Saturday because I was at the Mizzou game. So I didn't see I didn't very much of it at all. I, I got to watch a little bit of it in Mizzou Arena at the time. Oh, that's good. They had it up. Yeah. Well, then toward the end of the Mizzou game, which was not that you know thrilling as a Tiger fan, I was about three rows in front of the suites. And you could kind of lean your head back and, and look at the at the score because that was a close one with the Chiefs and the Jaguars. I put some great bets together this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. Parlay, Sue? Yes. Nope. Didn't even come close. Uh, I don't know why I do it. I, I it's, kind it's of like don't either. It's like just handing my money to, to Las Vegas, Pretty unfortunately. Much. Uh, but the Chiefs are in that championship game on Sunday, and they don't have to worry about going to Atlanta. So they take on the Bengals in Arrowhead, the Sunday night game. So that should be good. I was thinking about trying, and I poked around a little bit on the weekend to see if something cheap came through, but it wasn't going to be um, very accommodating. To see last night Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock at Enterprise Center. Jane was here during the roundtable on Friday and talked about it. How was it? You were there last night, right? Yeah, it was incredible. It was a long night, but it was incredible. Who went on first? um, well, first they had um, a Warm-ups. guy named, I think it, yeah, Ingram. He was awesome. Huh. He was hilarious. I mean, he tore out after Gen Z. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, I like that. It, oh, yeah. I mean, just like, you know, how everything's a violation. and It was hilarious. And, uh, most of it, I can't even repeat on the radio. Well, so course. that was <laughs> what made it great. Right. And, then, um, and then Chris Rock. Well, then they had, um, I forget his name. It was an old colleague of uh, Dave Chappelle on The Chappelle Show. Okay. And then they had um, uh, Chris Rock, who was, he hit it out of the park. And boy, and he talked about the slap. He did. I was, I was assuming was, that he would. Yeah, it was great. I mean, he pretty much, um, 
never, you know, I mean, he basically said this wasn't about me. It was about his wife. So, I mean, that was pretty funny. And um, talking about how, you know, how big he was. And, yeah, it hurt. And he, you know, but he said, I'm not a victim. You know, there was a lot. He had a lot of commentary. And it was, you know, uh, people, everybody's a victim. We're addicted to attention. We're addicted to victimhood. Wow. and it was, yeah, it was very fascinating. And uh, he was basically like, you know, put on your big girl pants and get over it. Which well, was, that sounds like a good pairing for what Chappelle did, right? With the tone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first thing that Chris Rock said is the literally like one of the first things he said was, yeah, I was robbed on the way here. <laughs> so, oh, great. I mean, he was talking about like. Uh, Jane, was and, he kidding? The valid question. Was he kidding? Well, I, I don't know. But I mean, it was, you know, yeah. I mean, everybody got the point. That's right, for sure. And he right. said he wanted to find the neighborhood that he, he goes. Every town he goes to, he, he finds out about the neighborhood that he can't go to. And then he, you know, finds a neighborhood where he can get drugs. And usually they're the same place. And he referred to the DeVille neighborhood. So somebody had, uh, Tipped him. you know, kind of given funny. him the layout. Right. And then, um, uh, well, and then come to find out. So, you know, it was supposed to start at 730. Well, the first person didn't go on until 845. Oh, my. What happened? The first warm-up not until then? The warm-up did not come on until then. And so, you know, and so you're sitting without your phone or your Apple Watch. You don't even know what time it is. I felt like I was in Vegas. And, um, you know, because you're like, what's going on? And they're playing music and the DJs. But, I mean... You know, because you wanted to get there early because you had to lock up your phone in these little pouches. Yeah, explain how that worked, because Carl was talking about this morning. So they give you this green bag thing. Is that how it worked? Yeah, and it's a padded bag, and I forgot I had my Apple Watch on. So my Apple Watch and my phone had to go in the bag, and then it's locked. You carry it with you, but if you want to go use the phone, like you got to go to a special tent, open it, make your call, put it back in, and then go sit down. And then after the show... You know, you had to get it demagnetized and put the little pouch, you know, in a, in a hamper. And so that did kind of slow things down a little bit. But I, you know, wanted to get there early so that I wouldn't get caught in a line outside to get that all done. And so that was fine. And then, um, but so you're, we're sitting there for, you know, a very long time. And Chris Rock went really long. We'll come to find out, we didn't find out till, uh Chappelle came on, that he was stuck on a tarmac. I don't know where where he was coming from, but he was stuck on a tarmac, oh. and he said the oxygen mask came down in his plane, and he was, you know, concerned, obviously, and um, so that was why, so they vamped, so, and even the warm-up guy came on a second time, because oh, um, they I were see. So they for let, in other so words, it almost got canceled. Yeah, a lot of times these shows do start a little late, but that doesn't seem right for a comedy show, but now it makes sense, because mm-hmm. they were trying to yeah. stretch and delay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because and they, they knew he was coming. I guess they had to, you know, make the decision, was, was able to get there. And then, so he was really nice and really apologetic. And um, and so, I mean, I probably didn't get out of there till I mean, after midnight. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, kind no, of, maybe I'm long. glad I stayed home, but I would have liked 30, to have seen the so show. I, yeah, it was, I mean, Chris Rock knocked it up. Chappelle did great, but you kind of got the idea that his was a little shorter because he was, you know, definitely on the fly. And, um, but they're, they're, they obviously all get along really well. They play off of each other. So that's kind of nice that it's not just like three separate shows, that there's some sort of thematic, right. you, yeah. know, uh, you know, feeling to it. And, um, and it was sold out, a very diverse crowd, cool. which was great. And um, everybody had a great time. And it was kind of a pain getting your thing demagnetized on the way out. But it could have been a lot worse. 
So I think overall, that's genius. I, well, I think well, it's genius locking these things up that way, right? There's no other way to do yeah. it. I'm fine with the phone, but why? Why do you have to take the Apple Watch? You can watch? take a call on your Apple Watch. Yeah, and they're you trying can. to and you can stop record. That. Yeah, you can record that's on your what Apple Watch. One is recording. Oh, yeah, I didn't know you could do that on your oh, Apple Watch. These guys would be canceled. I mean, right? I'm very curious. I would like to know which city officials and which elected officials were there last night, because I'm telling you. If some of these progressives, like the real far left ones, I'm telling you, if they were there, I think there's a lot of people who would be unhappy that they were they are listening to the you know to uh, to the show last night. A little bit so of rational thinking. Curious. Yeah, yeah, because they're hypocrites yeah. if they were there laughing at that, right? Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So well, I'm great. sorry I missed it. it. it I guess I understand the phone thing. You know, I was going to say this because when I went to Louis C.K. at the factory a couple of weeks ago, they, they didn't let you use your phones, right? And Louis even made an announcement at the beginning. Everyone abided by that. But I, I didn't do this. I will say this. But I did think about it. I thought, you know, I could legit just put my phone down like on my lap and hit record. Yes. And you, you would have you the really audio. Could. You would have the audio if that happened. But I They didn't said if you did, if they found out that you, I mean, they would eject you. No warning. You're out of there. Oh, no, I know. I know they would do that. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) And nobody did. I mean, and there was what? I mean, how many thousands of people? Because they had, you know, I mean, all the seats, almost all the seats. There was a little toward the back they didn't have. And then then they had all the floor seats. So, I mean, it was probably more people than you get in a hockey game. Yeah, probably. They they didn't sell the whole arena, though. Was, Was the back of the stage sold, too? I mean, there was a very small sliver that they didn't sell because it was in the center. The Uh stage was in the center. Oh, I like that. Oh, I didn't yeah. picture it that way. I think Thank more, you for I think saying. Morak should actually do that. Yeah. Oh, you know, when I saw Roger Waters in um, in Las Vegas, he had a very unique stage that was, you know, in the center. And that way, it takes away, no matter where you are, you still have equidistance yeah. to the stage yeah. to a certain yeah, yeah. extent. And there, um, was, there was a sliver, I would say, that they didn't sell. But, I mean, almost all of it. And it was packed. I mean, and everybody, nobody was crabby about it being so late, you know, because you didn't know what time it was. Yeah, that's no genius, 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 absolute genius. But nobody in the place had like a real watch yeah, that apparently. wasn't an Apple watch. And everybody had he had a regular watch on, and people kept asking him. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it was weird to not know what time, not know. You know, my like, that was six hours that I was completely off the grid. Yeah, that is wow. well. Sometimes that's a good thing. All right, listen, we will talk to you on Friday for the roundtable. Thanks for checking in. All right, have a great day, guys. That's interesting. I'm not too disappointed that I didn't go because yeah, that would have been a real a long, late night, and I'm a, a wimp man. when it comes to that, but that's interesting. All right, we're going to take a break. We have Sue's News coming up here in the um, in the next hour, but before that, Dave Murray's going to join us. We have this pending snowstorm. I'm shocked as I open up the show that they haven't canceled schools yet. They will. Tomorrow, I promise you on. they will. Tomorrow morning they will for, for Wednesday, but it looks like it's going to come in as rain tomorrow night and then turning to snow. We could get four to seven inches across the region before it's all over. Uh, I mentioned I went to the Mizzou game. We'll talk about that, some of the other basketball, the Blues losing to the Blackhawks. We have um, some Cardinals information and some NFL playoff stuff to talk with Frank Cusimano. Terry Jones from Issues and Insights, which I think this is going to be sad, but also rather interesting. Terry's going to join us to talk about a new poll I found this last week that finds a majority of people in this country thinks that we're heading towards socialism, uh, mainly because we're heading toward socialism. And then one of the stories that really got a lot of attention late last week on the roundtable, this draft show where students were there, you know, 11, 12, 13-year-old students, no parent 
notification or permission. Senator Caleb Rowden of Columbia is going to join us in the next hour, plus an audio cut of the day. Actually, he's here 530. Sorry about that. Two hours from now. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 